Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter, joined by Christian Saez. We are bringing you a Friday happy hour edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. Christian, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Susie. I'm uh, hanging in there. We're getting ready for a good series against the White Sox here, and uh, we've got... You know, some fun topics to talk about today. We do. We have a lot of fun things to talk about. Um, uh, The thing I'm most excited, we have a great interview with Ryan Feltner that we're going to share with you. Um, We have uh, got some baseball headlines. We're going to talk about what's going on in Tampa. We're going to preview the rest of this White Sox series. But first, let's talk about the Rockies news that we have. It's very quiet Rockies news day. There is not too much going on Um, down in Albuquerque. Albuquerque's had kind of a rough week. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. you know, taken over a little bit of the headlines from the Rockies, although there isn't much, <laughs> uh, there isn't much, you know, fighting between the Rockies and Albuquerque. The Rockies no. aren't doing much right now. No. Um, uh, yeah, it's, again, super, super quiet week. Uh, we do have, um, uh, you can look at the lineup today. We've got Charlie Blackman with lead, hitting leadoff and then Ezekiel Tovar right behind him. It's a nice combo. Yeah, it is a good combo. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this before. This is one of those situations where you just got to get creative, mix it up a little bit. You know, the Rockies are not in a place where uh, you're you're feeling too hot about anything. So mm-hmm. um, try new things. Get some guys some different looks. Put some guys in different spots in the lineup. Um, and speaking of, you know, kind of having different spots in the lineup, like that can sometimes cause... Uh, you know, players to get out of their heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you take a guy who normally is used to hitting two or three spot, drop him down to a five or six spot um, or vice versa. Sometimes that works out. So, you know, if I'm Bud Black, mix things up a little bit. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I think also one of the things that has like mixed up, changed up a little bit, Charlie Blackman back in the outfield. Yes. Not not in the DH spot. Jerks and Profar in the DH spot. Yeah, and Blackman going to the outfield, I feel like, is is a pretty reasonable move for the Rockies. Um, the Rockies have been just trying to figure out the outfield, you know, for, for a while. They've been kind of moving through some guys. We've, you know, obviously dealt with a lot of changes in the outfield, especially over the years. So um, Blackman is a guy who's got a lot of experience in the mm-hmm. outfield. And, uh, you know, he's just someone that you hope to be consistent out there. Exactly, exactly. It's where he belongs. And he, he doesn't like DHing. He likes to actually play the field yeah. as well as hit the ball. It is weird because I, I, I've heard mixed, mixed reactions from players on like the whole DH role versus being a two-way player. And some guys will say, you know, okay, I love being a DH because it allows me to just focus on hitting. But mm-hmm. a lot of other guys will say, you know, look, it's too much focus on hitting because all I can think about is I've got three at-bats today, most likely, and that's it. That's all my production yeah. for the entire game. And so I think a lot of big competitors like Charlie Blackman 
usually like to put a little bit more value into mm -hmm. their game um, than just being the DH. Um, and when you can do more than just hit, why not? Exactly. You know, I think with Charlie, like, I feel like he's just been in the majors for so long. He has like a rhythm. Yeah. And when now that, you know, the DH exists in the National League, him using that option as being the DH, I'm sure it just totally throws off his rhythm. Yeah, it does. It does. And, you know, because like I said, you're instead of being out in the outfield where your brain is working through plays and pitches mm -hmm. and, you know, okay, I'm going to be shifting a little bit for this batter and this batter, you're sitting in the dugout thinking through how am I going to get on base with my next, you know, mm -hmm. at bat. And it's just a very different mindset that you have to have. There's a lot more thinking that goes into it and a lot more downtime. Some guys love that. Mm -hmm. Some guys don't want to think that much. I'm one of the players that I'm like, I would hate to be a DH because, yeah, you're just sitting there like thinking to yourself, okay, well, you know, when am I going to get up again? When just, am I going to get just up? Just you and your thoughts. You and your thoughts, yeah. Dangerous place it, to be. It is. It is. Put yourself in the outfield. Get yourself <laughs> something else to think about. And it keeps a routine, and that's the biggest part. Um, so having Blackman in the outfield, someone who's been consistently good in the outfield, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's totally fine for me. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Happy about it. You know what else I'm happy about? Um, we heard news that Ryan Feltner and Chase Anderson are both going to face some live batters on Saturday. Uh, Chase Anderson's been in the IL for a little bit, but Ryan Feltner, of course, he's recovering from something much more traumatic. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, had a great conversation with him the other day um, about his you know, road to recovering from the skull fracture and uh, his plan on how he's going to pitch again this season. Like we're, we've only got a few weeks of the season left, like yeah. six ish weeks. It, it's crazy how fast things have gone. I mean, it's literally feels like, I mean, we're mm -hmm. a couple weeks away from September and then yeah, October comes up and you know, and the Rockies will likely not be and barring a miracle. I don't even know. Is it statistically <laughs> possible for the Rockies to make it to the playoffs? I don't know if like statistically they're, they're out of it yeah. completely, but they might it's as not. well be because again, the Rockies are on pace today. I did the math again. They are on pace to lose exactly a hundred games right now. And they do also have the second worst run differential in all of baseball. And that would be the first time they've ever lost a hundred games. They've never lost a hundred games. Franchi in franchise not, history. Not one dang time. I think the closest they got is 98 losses. Oof. So yeah, uh, that's brutal. So it's not a record you want to break, but it's a record that's going to happen. So the Rockies season will be ending in September. And so, yeah, you've got a month and a half of baseball left for yes. the Rockies. Um, and here, here's where this comes in, you know, where you're looking at Bud Black, you're looking at the ownership, the, the general manager for the Rockies. This is a time where you're getting in-game experience for guys that you might be seeing next year. Because mm -hmm. obviously this year, you know, it's not going to happen for them. So I want to start seeing a bit of a shift from management, seeing what the future of the Rockies looks like. That's, mm -hmm. that's the value that I see when you hit this point in the year where you don't see anything coming from this year, this season. What's next? What can we do to start preparing for next year? Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, baseball offseason, it's a long offseason. Mm -hmm. And when you're not getting in-game reps for these pitchers or, you know, guys coming up to hit, um, it's it's not the same when you, you bring them into spring training. And so I want to start seeing that kind of stuff now, yeah. getting a taste for guys. Like you said, we were, you know, we've talked about a little bit like Cole Tucker, who mm -hmm. hasn't had a lot of reps in the bigs yet, but is a player that we could potentially see getting more consistent playing time with the Rockies in the future. I want to start seeing him a little bit more because the Rockies don't have anything to lose at this point. So nothing to lose. You need to start making those adjustments as you move forward. Exactly. And I do think that we've been seeing a lot more young players getting more playing time. Yeah. And I think also one of those young players that 
was getting a lot of time. Ryan Feltner was, you know, a member of this rotation before um, sustaining such an awful injury. Uh, but he's one of those guys who has proven that he can do it. And now I think the next step is proving to himself that he can come back to pitch. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna run this interview. Alyssa, are we ready for it? All right. Here is here is our conversation with Ryan Feltner. All right, Ryan Feltner, you are you are on this comeback trail here. You're a few days away from facing live batters. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Uh, physically normal. Um, now it's just about building up my intensity and the uh, you know the volume. And so we're getting there. We're getting there. Is the fracture totally healed? Fractures healed. Concussion symptoms are gone. Uh, I was working with really good concussion professionals in Scottsdale along with the team um, and they were banner health was the name of it and you know i feel really good and they cleared me so i'm ready to go that must feel like such a relief yeah yeah it does you know I, for a while there i didn't know which way it would turn um, you know it, it didn't you know things didn't always look promising but uh you know once i checked off little boxes along the way it, got a lot easier so uh, it's definitely a relief. Can you talk about those moments that didn't feel so promising? Yeah um, well I think the initial one was just in the hospital we didn't know if, uh, if the bleeding was going to get worse and if it did I would have had to get surgery and that would have been a little bit of a tougher road back um, but I was lucky enough that it, it got better the bleeding went down and then after that it was just battling normal concussion symptoms. Um, and then after that, uh, things got a lot easier, but you know, there's always mental hurdles you have to get over and uh, just the anxiousness of wanting to play again and not being able to. Um, but that kind of drove me to, to look into things to get better and I uh, tried to use the time to my advantage in that way. This must have just been such a change of pace compared to what you're used to your whole life working towards the majors. Yeah, yeah, this is way different. Um, you know, kind of, kind of being forced to take time off. Uh, Similar to COVID, uh, you know, just trying to make use of the time the best that I can, and um, that's really all all it was for me, um, other than just recovery. Now, of course, what you went through was very physically traumatizing, very mentally traumatizing. What have you done to fix the men, or not fix, but you know, work on the mental side of it? Yeah, that was a big part for me. You know, I, I think that um, I didn't have any issues with it per se but I knew that that could be a hurdle and I just wanted to be out in front of it in case it was um, it hasn't been up to this point and but there have been some things that I've done um, you know journaling basic stuff um, to to kind of just make sure that it was a smooth transition back and up to this point it's been great you've been journaling yeah it's been one thing uh, one part of the process you know and also just talking to teammates uh, about what happened other guys around the league um, Stuff like that has, has been kind of healing in a way too. So um, the support from everybody helps as well. You know, just the support around this organization and everybody uh, has been overwhelming. It's been very helpful in the process. Is there any one person in particular that you've spoken with about this journey that you've been on um, that you can tell me about? Matt Cook actually had a similar issue uh, a while back in his career. Um, and then uh, Chris Bassett reached out to me pretty soon after it happened and uh, we chatted about it a little bit through Instagram and um, you know just the support from guys that have been through it and just knowing that things are going to be alright this is what I do and um, kind of just having that fearlessness towards it I think is, is a good thing. Have you 
ever talked to Nick Castellanos since then? Because I know he sent you something, but have you yeah. guys been in touch since uh, last time we asked you about this? Uh, not since last time, but we texted initially, and uh, he sent me a little a little card, and you know it was super nice, and uh, that was part of the process for me. I saw how upset he was, and uh, it's just part of the game. You know, that's the game that we play, and um, you know I felt bad that he was so upset. You know, it's just something that happens, uh, one of those freaky things, but. Um, he's a good dude. I appreciate all the support from him as well. I know this whole time you've you've maintained, at least to us, that you were going to come back this season, and now you're steps closer to it. Um, how do you feel about that in terms of the timeline of this recovery that you've been through? Yeah, I'll only say this because I think it's important um, for other people to hear that might be going through something similar. I think right when it did first happen, the initial thoughts were, you know, I don't want to do this anymore, and I think that that is a natural reaction I think that's kind of a healthy reaction and, but then I, once the dust settled um, you know I had a, a week or so to recover and feel a little bit better and realize that this is what I do this is what I've worked towards and you know I wouldn't want to come this entire way to to put things out of halt so um, those thoughts went away really quickly and it's been uh, it's been all up since then so it's been uh, it was staying positive fighting those thoughts and um, you know I'm just I'm really looking forward to being back out there now yeah what a what a story well I'm so happy he was so open about how like listen it's not just it's it's a grind trying to get back out there yeah and I actually loved how he talked about being proactive with his mental health with mm -hmm. that because I think that's such an underrated aspect of an injury like this you know he didn't just break his arm he didn't just have Tommy John the dude got drilled in the face, mm -hmm. you know, like with a with a baseball coming 90 miles an hour. Like that is a super psychologically impactful injury. And so the idea that he was saying, you know, look, I wasn't really in my head, but I wanted to get ahead of it just in case. Mm -hmm. I think that's a valuable part of what he was saying, because it's just like, yeah, you just don't know how to deal with that. If you've never like I was a pitcher and I never got hit in the head, got hit in the shoulder a couple times on comebackers and stuff. But I would imagine if I took a a line drive coming 85 off the bat to my face, I, I would be a little hesitant to get mm -hmm. back out there, you know? And so it's tough. It's a part of the game, unfortunately, but I'm, I'm really glad he was able to talk on that a little bit. Yeah. And we didn't know that he had those hesitations right after the injury happened. So it was very eye opening to hear about it. But again, you know, he said like, it's super very, it's very natural to have that kind of reaction after you've been through something like that. I'm like, yeah, it yeah. is. I and mean, th think of it this way. Like I, I remember when, you know, there was one time I was, uh, I, I was playing in the infield um, when I was in high school. I didn't normally play in the infield, but uh, there was this one throw. I was playing third base and I, I just like sailed the throw over the first baseman's head. And for some reason hmm. in my head, I just like, you know, started overthinking it. And then, so then the next time I get a routine ground ball, soared over the first baseman's head. And now I'm really starting to think like, God, what, you know, what am I doing? And even just that simple act of like, the idea of like, okay, please make this throw to first base. I was so in my head that I just was not able to make a quality, simple throw. I can't imagine what it's like when a guy gets hit and injured in that specific way. I'm like, that's 10 times worse, you know? Yeah. And, and my mind was all just psychological and like, you know, just a playing standpoint, like that's an injury. How are you not pitching it thinking that at any moment you're going to get another line drive right, off, right yeah. off the forehead? And so being able to to practice that, like journaling as he was talking about, and have an actionable plan 
working on your brain is just as important as working on your body. And I think so many athletes mm -hmm. and people aren't aware of that. Um, and so I'm really glad that the conversation is, is changing around that because it's super helpful when you do that. Yeah, and it seems like from what we've heard, from what we can tell, this Rockies clubhouse is pretty open about their mental health. Oh, very health, much so. And it's, it's so important. And I think, I mean, it's good for them. I think it's also good to just set an example for other guys who are already playing future players young players right now i love it uh we did ask uh buddy um rocky's manager bud black what he thought about um all the work that ryan has put into this this road to recovery but um are we ready to roll that all right here's what here's what buddy had to say about ryan feltner that's been a high priority for ryan is to come back i think uh he knows the uh you know the, the physical the physical component will be there, right? He, he feels good physically now. Uh, now it's just a matter of you know when that batter's in the box to have that comfort and confidence uh, that he had before he got hit. And uh, the only way you do that is to get back out there. And I think he understands that. All right, let's talk about DraftKings right now because uh, they're all about UFC 292 this weekend. So are we, of course, because we'll have it on at the bar. But ooh, this is going to be a good one, though. It's going to be a good one. This bantamweight battle for the belt is going down during UFC 292. Aljamain Sterling and Sugar Sean O'Malley are going to fight for the title this Saturday. Will the current champ keep his crown, or is it the challenger's time to shine? Get your bets in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of USC. Um, new customers can bet just $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure everyone at the bar is going to have the phones yeah. out. I mean, can we can we start, you know, mm. getting bets on who the baseball fight is going to be that headlines <laughs> the, the UFC fight? Can we... Can we predict that as well? Oh, my God. Well, hey, last time there was a UFC fight. Yeah, that was the day the that Tim, Tim Anderson, Anderson and, and Jose Ramirez, Ramirez yeah. got into it. So he's we not need in the something lineup, else. He's not in the lineup today. So I wonder um, yeah. I wonder if he'll try to fight any Rockies this weekend. Yeah. I don't know if DraftKings usually puts lines on that. If there was someone that was going <laughs> to be fighting Tim Anderson, who would it be? Like, if Tim Anderson squared up with the guy on the mm. right. I guess I should generalize this. Mm. If there was a Rockies player that you could see getting in a fight, maybe not instigating a fight, but like, you know, throwing hands and doing and holding his own, who would it be? Hmm. This is a really good question. I wish I had a little more time to think on it. <laughs> right, I know, I sprung that one on you. I don't know. Um, it's like everyone, like these are actually like all nice guys, but I feel like Diaz would probably be the one who's like, no, no, no I will literally crush you. Yeah, I'm yeah. a tank. I could see Charlie Blackman too. Yeah. I don't know if his fighting style would be super technical, but I could he see him being a hand. challenging guy so, to fight. I feel like when you fight, you don't really care if your hand's broken. You're just swinging. <laughs> I wish he would care. You do, you do, yeah, maybe, maybe you should care, but uh, I don't know if you are. <laughs> All right, you can catch every swing here at the bar, of course, but you can get those bets in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app right now. Use code DNVR. New customers can bet just $5 on UFC 292 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's Saturday, this Saturday, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casinos at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is a Available for problem gambling at 
789-7777 or ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash MMA terms. All right. And we got to mention real fast, Factor Meal Kits. Do you guys have those at home? Uh, we've tried them, and they are very good. Very yeah. healthy, too. Marissa and I love the healthy options. So healthy. Listen, like, I when I hear meal kits, I'm like, oh, do I have to cook? Oh, there's no work involved in these. Yeah, no, you just heat them up in the microwave. Yes. All right. Now that we are in the thick of summer, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support those sunny, active days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, so you can fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals straight to your door. You'll save time eat well and stay on track while reaching your goals listen we're all too busy with summer i have no time to cook right now but i still like don't want to feel awful about myself by eating like yeah. crap that's where factor comes in you can skip that extra trip to the grocery store you're not shopping you're not prepping you're not cleaning it is fresh me they're fresh meals never frozen they're ready in just two minutes all you have to do is heat it and enjoy it and then get back to whatever nonsense you are doing over the summer. Um, but yeah, you want to feel the best during your summer adventures, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Marissa and I loved that that little sample pack we got. That was it was awesome. I know. I still need to get one. Yeah. But like I have been like experiencing a lot of FOMO because everyone in the office has theirs. Yeah, I know. And I will say I'm, I am the, the self-proclaimed cook in the house. Mm. Um, but it is very are nice you? to unplug and not cook every once in a while. And this is, so even for the, sh the the home chefs out there, this is a good way to just take a night off, you know, yeah. and get a, get a good already pre-made meal. Um, exactly. And if you know what, if you uh, don't like the idea of like having all this food delivered to you, um, you know, you can rest assured, um, it's still a sustainable choice factor offsets 100% of their delivery em emissions, um, and they use 100% renewable energy, re renewable electricity for uh, their production sites and their offices, and they all of their seafood is sustainably sourced too, and I know that's a big deal to a lot of people. So yeah, um, here's what you gotta do. Um, you have to head to factormeals.com slash rocks, 50. That's R O X 50. Oh, sorry. D N V R rocks 50. There we go. Um, uh, that is the code. We'll put it in the uh, description too, just in case you want to copy and paste that, but you're going to get 50% off. Um, so again, go to factormeals.com slash D N V R R O X five zero. You're going to get 50% off of some really good meals. Uh, you're gonna feel really good about yourself with zero effort, which is my favorite thing to do best way to do it best way to do anything is zero effort zero effort feel great <laughs> um all right let's talk about some baseball headlines um the angels have done something very interesting in the past couple of days they have already called up someone that they drafted a month ago yeah 19 first years old first rounder nolan shanuel I think that's how you say his name. I hope that's how you say his name. Yeah. Um, uh, he hasn't been around for too long, so um, I just don't know. But yeah, that is um, uh, that is a first. It's, I think it's been since the 40s that someone has been called up 
to the majors that quickly. Yeah, and I mean, I look at guys like, you know, you compare them to guys like Bryce Harper or, you know, players Mm -hmm. like that that skipped through the, the minors very quickly. The minor leagues in baseball is not a minor league system that you jump through nope. like that. It takes years. It's not like the NBA where you can get a guy, you know, straight out of his college year or whatever that year is and he goes straight to the NBA and you know you get your LeBron James playing right out of out of high school basically. Like no, these guys have to take at least a year usually mm-hmm. or 6 months or whatever it might be to go through a little bit of minor league reps before you start seeing um you know, major league looks. I think it's also because of the difference in dynamic. I think baseball there's there's such a, 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 a you know talent gap between even successful college pitching yeah. and college hitting versus the pros. And so it takes a bit to adjust, even for the Bryce Harpers of the world out there. But uh, yeah, it's impressive. We'll see if it translates. Very, very impressive. So yeah, he is slated to be the starting first baseman for the Angels Friday night. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are out there playing them. Uh, yeah. He's hitting leadoff, too. Well, and, What a, what and a the way Angels, to start. The Angels need that. They're another one of those teams where you're kind of like, it's a little bit different than the Rockies because you have Shohei Otani. But, um, you know, you one of those teams that you're not doing too great. You're, they're not out of it, but they're, they're, they're not, not really in it. They're either. not really in it either. Exactly. Yeah, I think Angels fans more than anything want a little more hope for the future. Totally. And that's that's what this kid is. And so I, to me, I see this and I'm like, this is what I want from the Rockies. Obviously, we don't have a 19 year old prospect that we're, you know, can throw up through the minors in a week. But, mm-hmm. you know, I want to start seeing these type of risks being taken, saying I'm going to give the, our best prospect a shot up here because why not? What are you losing? Yeah, you know, worst case, he has a couple off games and maybe he's not ready for the spotlight yet. You throw him back down to double A and give him his normal time in the minors. Like, what are you really risking here? Well, I guess the worst thing, you know, the service time stuff. But, yeah. But that, that, but that shouldn't matter. It, I never. It, it shouldn't really, if you're a team that's yeah. trying to make it to the playoffs. And the the Angels have pieces. They've got Mike Trout. They've got Shohei Otani. They've got other pieces to this puzzle that are that have talent. And for some reason, they just are not able to put all of it together. Uh, and so they're just one of those teams that you're desperate at this point. And uh, you know, this is a, a show of desperation. Uh, but I like it. It's a positive risk. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, another. Um, you know, prospect in a different organization who's been moving up very quickly, who the Orioles have not ruled out calling him up. Yeah. Jackson Holiday. Yeah. They have not, apparently, according to reports, they have not ruled out calling him up at some point this season. Um, he would also be debuting at 19 if he uh, makes it up here. The, the Orioles are just such an interesting organization. Aren't they? They're just like, they've been in the headlines in so many of the wrong ways for the last few weeks. And, but at the same time, the Orioles are doing well. Like they're a good team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and baseball is obviously finicky. It's, you know, goes up and down player, even, you know, good yeah. teams have up and down parts of the season, but the Orioles across the board have had a successful season and yet it still just feels like there are just these weird things happening with the Orioles. So, um, but they're actually a fun team though. They like, are they're, a fun they're team. having fun and it's a lot of guys who are going to be around for a long time. Also like so weird that Aaron Hicks, you know, ends up with the Orioles after getting DFA'd by the Yankees and like all of a sudden just became incredible. Yeah. You just happen to wake up. I'm used to That's that. How as good a, the vibes are. That's how good the vibes are. There is how I am reading the situation. I, I will say as a former Mariners fan, 
Uh, I'm very used to that. Guys being, yeah. you know, subpar in the Mariners and then getting traded and becoming good when they leave the Mariners. So I, I get that whole experience. But um, the Orioles are a lot of fun to watch. I uh, just everything that goes on behind the scenes is a little weird for them. It it really is. It really is. Is Kevin Brown still suspended? <laughs> no, he's back. Okay. Uh, he he was actually trending the other day uh, because he was doing a Blink 182 impression. Oh right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know what? I did see that. I'm yep. just so crazy. But and that was how I found out he came back. Um, but that whole debacle was just weird. I mean, and then he and then he put out that statement saying like, no, 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 I support the Orioles organization. I'm like, why though? They just suspended you for the most. Well, what else is he gonna say? Uh, well, but I mean, like, I mean, I, I get that, but also, like, he's not gonna trash his organization. He's obviously trying. Obviously, to Obviously, he can't you know, even like not trash any anything he says about the anything he says about the Orioles. Like, it, yeah, chance oh, for to get sure. suspended. Like, if I, you actually spoke out against it, oh, he'd be done. But the amount of of support that he got <laughs> from that, he he, I, there's no way he wouldn't have found a job somewhere else if he wanted to. I mean, the yeah. guy had so much support from the entire broadcasting world. Um, but that just shows, and, and I, to me, what I saw from that was that there was a lot going on behind the scenes that we didn't know about. Because mm -hmm. realistically, I'm like, there's no way this guy gets suspended for being. I don't. I wouldn't even call it critical. He was just speaking straight up facts about the past, you know, um, record of the Orioles against that team, mm -hmm. and so. I don't know. It was a weird situation. I don't like that it took away from the very fun team that the Orioles have been this year. Yeah, that you know what? That is the whole point. That is exactly where I lie on this. What a great podcast where people agree with each other. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, no, but exactly. It was such an unnecessary distraction. And all they had to do, if they just didn't acknowledge it, no one would have known. Yeah, yeah. It just, no it one... was not controversial what he said at all. It is said on pregame and postgame, you know, uh, segments in any mm -hmm. team you play for like you talk about the history between your team and this team that's a huge segment that also i mean Alyssa can speak to this too mm -hmm. most of the time the producer is the one who actually puts these segments together when it comes to a pregame and postgame segment so it's like it's not even all on kevin brown there had to have been more stuff going on behind the scenes it was just a weird thing but i'm glad they worked it out i just mm -hmm. didn't like that it took away from the vibes of the orioles exactly Alyssa, do you have do you have input oh yeah definitely Oh, yeah. The producer should have. You should be watching that. Like, well, and also, like, I mean, I would. I, it wasn't controversial what was being said. So, like, it just it just seemed like something that I'm like, okay, maybe it's, you get a talking to afterwards where you say, hey, we're having a really good season. Maybe we don't talk about the negative records in the past. Still, that's a little weird to me. But, you know, because you're just literally speaking facts. Right. But, um, you know, maybe the management, you know, maybe your executive producer says, we don't want to put a negative spin on anything at this point. But it's not a suspendable offense no. at all, no. um, especially for the broadcaster. So anyways, I'm glad it got worked out on his end. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, for this 19-year-old Jackson Holiday, we'll see. We'll see if he gets to be a part of a very good team. Their situation is very different than the Angels because the Angels aren't doing great. The Orioles are. Mm -hmm. So if Jackson Holiday gets called up as a 19-year-old, to me, that's a bigger story. That is That would be a huge story, especially, I mean, if they're thinking about calling him up soon... A week from today, the Rockies are going to be in Baltimore. Man. And how cool of a story would it be if Matt Holiday's son debuts with the Orioles while the Rockies are in town? That would be the best story of the season. Yeah. Wait a minute. Am I, I'm, I might be totally uninformed here. I did not know that was Matt Holiday's son. Yeah. Yeah. No, so all those pictures of, you know, Matt Holiday holding that little baby. 
That was Jackson That's Holiday? That's Jackson Holiday. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, want to feel old? So uninformed here. Yeah. No, I was just like, it's cool that he's really young and what, you know, but... Wow, I had he's, no idea. He's our son. Is he, he is as much our son as he is Matt Holiday's son. Is he son. as bald as as Matt Holiday? <laughs> no, nope, he's got a beautiful okay, head of hair. Because yeah, right? <laughs> God, also, I loved Matt Holiday's bald head. That was yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that was vintage Matt Holiday for me. It's just like, dude, he's jacked and he's just got a shiny head. It's awesome. Beautiful. So good. Yeah. Yes. I, I enjoyed watching Matt Holiday play. <laughs> I, Matt Holiday was one of those guys too that like didn't look like he had a baseball body. He looked like a, a tight end, yeah. and he just was very good at baseball. Loved watching him play. Oh my god, that's gosh. funny. Yeah, I did not yeah, make that, that connection until just now. Whoa. He does have. Oh flow. wow. Yeah, like this. Okay, okay, but hold on. Take. Can we take off the hat and then we'll see? Like, like I, that's baseball for me. Is like. Do, do you, you think know? he's bald on top? No, and just I don't like, think he's bald. I just am like you know. He's if, got flow. He's got volume. That is a lot of hair. That is a big volume but I, I i'm just wary of baseball players because we've all seen those baseball players who have like good hair in the back and then they take their hat off and they're like nothing on top and you're just like whoa you should leave the hat on but he's 19 so he it can't be too you know, bad you know who i always you know who i always forget um is bald <laughs> until he takes off his hat I always forget Mookie Betts is bald. Yes, that's what every I mean. Time, yeah. Every time, and I don't know why. Every David time he Wright. takes off a hat. <laughs> David Wright. Do you remember David Wright? And, yeah. And, and with, yeah, oh my God. Anytime he'd take off his hat and he just was like straight down the middle, he's bald. And oh, and you're just like, wow, okay, maybe leave the hat on. Listen, respectfully, okay, yeah. respectfully. We it, love our bald beauties, look, look okay? Yep. Please, I'm not, I'm not trying to like dunk on anyone here. We're just having a conversation about hair. I, I just love the look of a baseball hat, you know, on on anyone. So maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just biased of people wearing baseball hats. When pe you know what, what I'm hearing is like when people take off baseball hats, you think they look worse. No matter if you have hair or not, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You just always look better with a baseball hat on. Um, uh, all right. Do you think uh, Tim Anderson looks better after uh, issuing an apology? This oh is also kind of a, this feels like a lot, feels like kind of a delayed apology. Very much so. Um, it's like he took a second to wake up a little bit. Um, I don't know if we have access to the apology. I know. We I do. You, I, I have it open on my computer right now. Okay. I, I do as well. Mm -hmm. I don't want to necessarily read the whole thing. Um, but the part that was interesting to me yep. is he says about halfway through, quote, I will not get into the things that were said to me by Cleveland players both Friday night and Saturday, but those comments do not excuse my language or conduct, and I take full responsibility for my emotions getting the better of me. And the Cleveland players are free to say, say whatever they want. Um, and then he went on to continue that. Mm -hmm. My takeaway from that is that's a side, that's a sideways way of saying, I didn't start it. It's a little bit of a backhanded apology. It that's is a how, full on backhanded that apology. That is how I am reading it. He's like, well, I didn't start it, but yep, I, I guess I shouldn't it. have finished they, it. They, I'm not going to, I'm going to be the bigger person and not tell you what they said, but I'm going to tell you they said something and you're going to have to just figure that out on your own. You know? And so I just, it felt very backhanded to mm -hmm. me. It also, to the, my takeaway, and I think I texted this to you and you sent it to me. Cause I'm mm -hmm. like, if he had been the one to win that fight, quote unquote, win that fight. Would he have put out a, a, an apology? I don't think so. I don't think he would have put out an apology. I don't think Jose Ramirez apologized. He didn't because he <laughs> smoked the dude. You know, like, like why would you apologize? Like you didn't. I mean, in his post, in his press conference afterwards, Jose Ramirez said, "Look, like I didn't start it. You know, whatever." But if Tim Anderson had won that fight, I think he, even if he did apologize, it would have been a very different vibe. It would have been like, 
dude was talking smack. I, you know, got really worked <laughs> up and I needed to put him in his place. Like, I just think the embarrassment of getting rocked more than any baseball player, maybe outside of, you know, Nolan Ryan and what was, uh, who was the guy that Nolan Ryan, you know, put in a headlock? Oh my gosh, who was it? Oh, I'm spacing on his name and I know totally who it was. before I was born, so. Anyways, um, you, you guys, if you know baseball, you know who I'm talking about. I, can I read the text that you sent me? Yeah. In response. So, quote, I take full responsibility for getting my shit rocked. I will make sure to fight better next time. That's, that's what he should have said. That's, <laughs> I, like, that's, that's the apology I read. That's, that's how I paraphrased it. He said words, but this is what you read. That is what he said in his brain. Um, so now that was a lame apology from Tim Anderson. Um, I will give him credit, though. It sounded like it was written by him. You know, like, yeah, I feel like in today's day and I age, believe that. there are so many apologies that you see over much more controversial things where you're like, oh, God, some PR person wrote that for you. There's yeah. no way those are your words. Those were Tim Anderson's words. He wrote that apology. That's why it sounded the way it sounded. Uh, and, you know, he's you not know, playing right now. So, you know what? I mean, at least it came from the heart. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, did he really want to apologize? No. Do we see that in this apology? Yes, It we has do. to be the most embarrassing thing ever to get absolutely, you know, beat up in a five-second baseball brawl. You like, you, you got three swings in and one of them landed from your other guy and he knocked you down. Like, I can't imagine how embarrassing that is. Uh, you know what? I feel, I, but I feel like Tim Anderson can fight. Like, well, he's sure a he guy can. that I see. I'm like, no, he could fight. Also, you don't just throw, like, down your, you just don't, you don't throw up your hands like that if you can't have some ability in fighting. Like, yeah. I am not a fighter. I will. I would he, not be quick to drop my gloves and fight because <laughs> I don't have experience fighting. So I don't trust that I wouldn't make myself look like a fool. Tim Anderson was ready to go. So Tim, yeah, I think he could probably hold his own. Tim Anderson's going to take boxing classes this offseason. For sure. White Sox will have time for it. That's going to be a tense, a tense series when they play again. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Yeah. I good. can't wait. Um, uh, let's talk about some uh, other little headlines. The Yankees on Tuesday had more errors than hits. Are the Yankees a more, a, a more embarrassing team than even a team like the Rockies that have more losses? Like, well, you know, the expectations for a team like the Yankees are always so high, especially with all the money that they spend. Yeah, the expectations, I think the yeah. The big question that I keep seeing, um, because obviously I know a lot of people in the New York market, but people are asking which team is the bigger embarrassment, the Mets or the Yankees? Mm, that's a good and one. And they are both very embarrassing for different reasons. Yeah, no, and I just, like, the ex you made a perfect point. The expectations mm -hmm. is everything. The Rockies' expectations this year were, hopefully we can get to 500, the Yankees' mm -hmm. expectations are always... I mean, they're the Lakers of the of Major League Baseball. Yes. Like, they are always supposed to be a playoff contender, mm -hmm. even if they're not. And so I think that mentality always sets you up for failure when you have a bad season. And the Yankees have good players. Like, you've got guys that should be better than they are. You've got, you know, Garrett Coles and Aaron Judge. and I mean, you've got these guys that should be much better than they're playing. I mean, Aaron Judge had a historic season last year. And, and so I just... The Yankees have been an embarrassment this season. Mm -hmm. um, they're getting ready for their series against the Red Sox, and I'm just like, oh, it's just, it's hard to, hard to swallow how they're playing baseball right it now. It really is. It really, it is. Um, uh, you know, it's hard for. No, that's not a good transition. I'm just <laughs> no. gonna reel it on in. Okay, so Matt Olson of the Braves having an incredible season, leading all of Major League Baseball with 43 home runs right now. Um, 
so obviously he's very popular right now. He's super famous. Uh, did you? Do we have that TikTok loaded? Of oh, no. oh okay. Um, uh, I will. Um, well, the Braves are playing the Giants right now, right? The Braves are playing. I thought they, I saw them playing the Giants. I think they are. Is that the Braves? Yeah, that is the Braves and the Giants. Mm -hmm. They're up three nothing on the Giants. I was right wondering now. what you were looking at. Yeah, I'm like, what is I saw my. I saw. I saw. A are little, you looking uh, your, at your reflection or? I, I, yeah, I was like, I saw a little, <laughs> you know, a hint of light over there, and I'm like, huh. Okay, so at the MLB TikTok account though posted this like ridiculous, just like a. It, it's like a thirst talk. Oh. I see, I'm, I'm in the dark on this one. I did not do any research on this topic because I wanted to be dis you, I wanted to be surprised. I mean, it's also so like silly. Um, okay. <laughs> so, okay, look at this. Look at what they posted. Like all slow-mos. Is there some rain in there? Just dramatic head turns. Oh, I love this. But like, like a shot of the booty. Like oh, what, I love what is all of this, this thirst talk? Oh, this is oh a little glow there. <laughs> what is happening, MLB? Oh, Who I absolutely this? love that. Yeah, no, I I am a fan. <laughs> Who made this? Please, if someone could make a slow motion video of me <laughs> in the studio, like doing like I would be so on board. With, I would make Marissa post that on TikTok. It would be everywhere. No, I, I, that's that's sweet. I think Marissa is the one that would make that for you. Oh, are you We're kidding me? We're having very different reactions to this. I'm like, what is going no, on here? And you're I, like, I love that. I, love I want it. that. The I vibes be are it. there. Let's do it. Keep it going. <laughs> Major League Baseball. Yes. Continue that. Uh, yeah, it's that's good. Oh. I, I would like to see a little bit more flow there. You got, you know, some videos, some slow-mo videos of guys in the rain. Like, where's the like the flow, you know, flowing <laughs> in the wind? You know, like that's we need that's what we need. Charlie Holiday Blackman for? On, a, on a horse riding into <laughs> Coors Field. Like, that's what I need to see. That today. would be such a fun way to open the season. It would be Coors. Of uh, course, Charlie Blackman <laughs> is like just the embodiment of major league baseball of just a baseball player he is baseball like and I, I i love that he likes the outdoors and going fishing and i it's like my dream i was thinking about this i'm like you know be my dream to do like an interview with him where we just go out in the mountains throw on some waders get out in the river and just fish and just talk baseball and have someone record it and do like like have that be like yeah. a, a, you know an interview and a segment of just be like fishing with Charlie Blackman. That would be so fun. I love that. Would you settle for a fishing trip to the um, uh, little pond yeah. in the outfield? I would totally do that. I, I would bring would watch my that. waders and and Charlie Blackman and I can fish for things in the fa in the fountain. Would you bring your shady rays? <laughs> oh, I would. He would too. We would all be oh, rocking the Shady Rays. You know what? Because Shady Rays, you can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for warm weather with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. And they're an independent sunglasses company too. So uh, listen, they're offering a world-class product just as good as any designer pair that you'll find on the market. Durable frames, great optics, perfect for outdoor adventures, perfect for brunching, and uh, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every single pair is backed by their lost and broken replacements, so even if you lose them or you break them, the, the minute you open them, they will send you a new pair. No questions asked, so you can wear your shitty rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase and even better if you don't if you do buy your pair and you're like you know what these just aren't working for me you can exchange or just return them for free within 30 days so just no risk when you shop their team has your back 
their team actually like very much has your back because they have an exclusive deal just for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the dang summer. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. So try for yourself the shades rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. Um, and um, I definitely need to wear my shades after hitting up Kind Love because their their stuff's popping oh yeah we love kind love um uh, they are they're basically the farm to table of weed here in colorado they uh it's called seed to sale but they're one of the original dispensaries here in colorado they've been doing it since 2010 they have a reputation for cultivating some of the finest highest quality cannabis in the state which in turn means in the world yeah i was gonna say it is the most colorado thing ever to be considered farm to table Yes. weed farm to table in Colorado weed. yeah that is yes. as Colorado as it gets yes um and also as Colorado as it gets the turbo core it's a toothpick sized cannabis concentrate stick and it's like shaped like a toothpick to toothpick too so you can put it into a joint or a blunt or a cigarette or whatever and it's going to turn up the intensity uh, and you could also get that in a pre-rolled turbo joint I'm going to make you a deal before I come on this show okay. next. I want to try this because you haven't tried it. I yet? haven't yet. No, because it scares the living daylight out of me that I'm going <laughs> to it's going to be what because I mean, these these advertisements, it makes it sound like a freaking roller coaster. So I'm going to try <laughs> it. I'm going to I'm going to absolutely try it. And I will, uh, I'll speak to it next time. I will say I gave, I like have, had a bunch of them at home and I gave one to one of my friends and I was like, he took one hit of it and he was like, have you listened to the new Post Malone album? Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh. See, that's that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'm afraid of. But at the same time, it sounds very exciting. You know what? Um, I will say, big fan of the Turbo Joint. That's big funny. fan of the Turbo Core. But yeah, visit their stores in North Denver or in Cherry Creek. Mention DNVR and receive the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off. All Kind Love flower pre-rolls and the whole Turbo Joint line. That's again, 25% off. Mention DNVR. And you can also visit kindlove.com and use code DNVR for online ordering, um, or just to check out their exclusive or extensive menu before you hop in. All right, we gotta we gotta get out of here kind of soon. Let's real fast just preview uh, the White Sox series. Um, uh, for one, I do think the White Sox are cursed. Okay. In the same way that Mariners fans think the Mariners logo is cursed, the City Connect logo. Yeah. Because the because of the downward arrows, yeah, the trident is upside down. Yes. Yeah, so since uh, Guaranteed Rate took over the naming rights for the field that they play at, you know, there's a big down red arrow. Okay. And they since then they have only had one winning season, and that was like back in 2016. And they're another one of those teams that like you feel like has good prospects and some good guys on the team. I mean, Tim Anderson was hot a few years ago, mm -hmm. and haven't really done anything so. because they're cursed it's the so actually the I, most i think you might have something going there it's the most reasonable explanation i think it guaranteed does. rate needs to uh change their logo and change it now is what's the explanation for the rockies struggles then mm, shh, okay. okay no we don't talk we don't. about that here on our colorado rocky show no we don't it's dumb. No. um all right so taking the mound tonight at 6 40 peter lambert up against righty michael kopeck uh, Saturday, it's a 6-10 game. It's a Kyle Freeland day. Um, uh, he will be up against Jesse Schultens. He's got a 3.2 ERA. He's 1-5 in, 
interesting stuff. We'll see how he does at Coors Field. Uh, and then Sunday is Chris Flexen versus Friday, Dylan Cease. That'll be juicy. That'll be Sunday at 1.10 p.m. Uh, Patrick will be back hosting the post-game show on Sunday. Todd Helton will be in town this weekend. Mm. Okay. Um, and then downstairs here at the bar, we've got Friday Night Live coming up featuring um, the Avs. Yes. Our fantastic Avs beat. I it's already saw Megan walk in. It's so. crazy that it's almost uh, hockey season and basketball, but, you know, and football. It's all coming up. I mean, basketball is a while away, but, you it's know, hockey is October 11th, the Avs uh, opener. Yeah. But, you know, more so, I consider the real Avs opener to be this show that's going to be live at the bar. Yes. They've got the podcast set up down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Alyssa actually needs to go set that up. So we're going to wrap up the show. Yes. Uh, but, uh, Christian, tell us where we can follow you. You can find me on Twitter at CJJ like spelled like Baez, but with an S. Perfect. Um, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms, and you can follow along all of the latest Rockies news at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. Uh, and Christian, you know what we like to say here about wrapping up a show? No, let me know. There's just no way to do it, so we just got to, like, end it and get out of here, get to the park. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday. See ya.